Coming up, the Celtics dominate the Nets and the Trailblazers take advantage of a struggling Memphis team. This is Locked On Game to Game NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Boston Celtics put on an absolute clinic last night. They got a 43-point blowout win over the Brooklyn Nets. Locked On Celtics says he's happy to see the team get a bit of an easy win for once, at least lately. Locked On Nets is going over a disastrous game for Brooklyn. Boston Celtics finally get an easy win, first time in a while. I'm John Corrales here at the TD Garden after the Boston Celtics 47-point win over the undermanned Brooklyn Nets. The Celtics came out hot. They ran off of Brooklyn misses, and Brooklyn missed a lot of shots early on. 15 misses in the first quarter. The Celtics scored after 11 of those misses. They hit everything. They were attacking. They got aggressive. They went to the rim. But they were also 8 of 12 in the first quarter from three. The three-point shot, which had abandoned them for a long time, was back. And they opened up a 30-point quarter right away, immediately going up 41-11. And they kind of cruised from the rest of the way. They a little bit of a lull in the second quarter. But the Celtics got back to it. They got back to attacking. They didn't try to stack pad or anything like that. And I think that's probably where the Celtics are really impressive here. They did everything they needed to do early, and they held on and didn't let up. Celtics get an easy win. They got to rest everybody in the fourth quarter, which is exactly what they've been looking for. It wasn't the worst loss in Brooklyn Nets history, but man, did it get close. Doug Norrie locked on Nets coming at you after a 139-96 drubbing by the Boston Celtics to the Brooklyn Nets in a game that was over before it really even started. Boston jumped out to a 46-16 lead in the first quarter, and that was essentially all she wrote. Brooklyn never seemed to get out of their warm-ups. One of the worst losses in Nets history. Kyrie Irving gets in 20. What are you going to do? You can't find positives with this game. Without Kevin Durant, no Ben Simmons. Boston still has the Brooklyn number extending from the playoffs last season and into the season. The story remains the same. We're going to be breaking down this game, what it means for Brooklyn, what are the takeaways from a loss that it's about as bad as it gets, is it time to really, really worry, or is it just a blip on the radar? Are we talking about that all over on Lockdown Nets? The Timberwolves able to pull off an overtime win against the defending champions yesterday. Locked On Wolves is in to go over the names that you need to know that came up big for Minnesota. The Minnesota Timberwolves pulled out an exciting overtime win over the Golden State Warriors on Wednesday night. I'm Ben Beacon, host of the Lockdown Wolves podcast. And this was all about a trio of Timberwolves players. Nas Reed, D'Angelo Russell, and Anthony Edwards all came up big in this game. Early in the fourth quarter, the Wolves trailed by as many as 14 points. But D'Angelo Russell and Nas Reed keyed a massive Wolves run that got them a brief lead midway through the fourth quarter. Down the stretch, they went back and forth with Golden State. And then in overtime, it was Anthony Edwards with a couple of big shots after D'Angelo Russell fouled out. And then Nas Reed with an offensive rebound and put back dunk. 
with under 30 seconds to play that sealed the game for the Wolves. Nas finished the game with 24, 13, and 4, starting in place of an injured Rudy Gobert. And this was just a really exciting, all-around, fun to rules win after a rough loss on Monday night. We're going to break it all down on the post-game podcast. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Wolves for all things Timberwolves. Seems like the Grizzlies really can't do anything right right now as they've lost their sixth of seven games. Locked on Trailblazers is happy to see some consistency while with this team, at least recently. Locked on Grizzlies is just trying to figure out what's going on. The Memphis Grizzlies were in control of the Portland Trailblazers on Wednesday night until a disastrous fourth quarter left the Grizzlies wondering what might have been as they have lost now six of their last seven basketball games after their loss to the Portland Trailblazers. I'm Joe Mullinax of Locked On Grizzlies. Damian Lillard is having an all-NBA year. That's not a surprise if you've been paying attention, nor is the fact that Anthony Simons can put buckets up against the best of them as well. The Trailblazers have a couple of tough shot makers, and the Grizzlies outside of John Morant don't necessarily have that. Desmond Bain coming back from injury was not fully himself. And even with a mismatch, Jaron Jackson Jr. being larger than just about everybody that was defending him, there was a lot of questionable decisions made, both coaching and on the floor, from the Grizzlies in this one. Seven-point possessions are tough to overcome, but even with that, the game was with, with was in hand until the fourth quarter where the wheels came off and the Grizzlies have a lot of questions to ask themselves about what might have. Coming up, a big road win for the Hawks in Phoenix. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Prize Picks, the super simple way for you to play daily fantasy sports. All you have to do is pick two to six players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And you are not competing against anybody else. You're just competing against those predictions. So what you want to do is download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code locked on. So if you deposit $100, $100, prize picks will give you 100 If you deposit 50 prize picks will give you 50 So don't forget to use our promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Hawks were rolling in Phoenix yesterday with a big offensive performance. Locked On Hawks goes over all of the highlights from the stat sheet post game. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Rowland, and the Atlanta Hawks get right on the road on this Wednesday evening, throttling the Phoenix Suns by a 32-point margin, the largest margin of victory for the Hawks this entire season. And the Hawks were just basically perfect in this game. They had a season high in assists, a season high three-pointers, season high three-point percentage. Everything went right for the Hawks in this game. Everything went, went wrong for the Suns. In the middle of a five-game road trip for Atlanta, that was just what the doctor ordered for the Hawks. The starters were great. The bench was great, and in the middle portion of the game, the Hawks won the second and third quarters by more than 30 points. It was their uh, really just a comfortable victory in every way, shape, or form. They were great on, de- on defense. They were great on offense, and the Suns certainly did not put up too much of a fight in the second half of this contest. We'll have a full breakdown of the game and more on the Hawks podcast. The Orlando Magic were able to upset Philly earlier this week, but it was a little too much to ask of this Orlando squad to be able to pull off back-to-back wins against the 76ers. Locked on Magic goes over a great effort from this young team, but a matchup in which they came up just short. This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked on Magic, and some nights in the NBA, you just don't have it. 
shots don't go down. You have to find a way to scratch and claw your way back into the game. And one thing this young Magic team has sometimes struggled with is when they're not hitting shots, they stay out of the game. They get themselves out of the game. They play themselves out of the game. They don't find their energy because they're not hitting shots. That's not what happened tonight in the loss of Philadelphia 76ers. The Magic had the energy. They had the defensive effort, holding the Philadelphia 76ers to 105 points, holding Joel Embiid to just eight points in the second half, no points in the fourth quarter, and really scratching and clawing to keep themselves in this game. This was a tight game all the way through, but eventually you got to hit some shots. And the Magic just could not hit three-pointers. They're one of their worst three-point shooting games of the season. A game that just reminds us how much the Magic need three-point shooting to be successful. The name of the game is making shots. The Magic didn't do that, and that's pretty much why they lost. Consistency woes are still an issue for Toronto. They could not get things done against Utah. Locked on Jazz says the offense there helped mask some of their defensive problems. Locked on Raptors says the results of this West Coast road trip could have a profound effect on the rest of the season for Toronto. There is nothing left to learn about the Toronto Raptors. Sean Willie here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 131-128 loss to the Utah Jazz to fall to 2-3 and three on their Western Conference road trip that is seven games long and that, by all accounts, is determining whether the Raptors are going to make, make big moves by the deadline or not. And the big takeaway from this game is that the Raptors are who they've proven themselves to be all season long. Against the Jazz, they put up more than 20 extra field goals compared to the Jazz in this game, but their lack of shooting, their lack of any sort of defense on the other end, their lack of depth, they're still playing their starters 40 minutes in games they're losing and getting very little from the bench. All of these things have plagued the Raptors all season long, and all of them will continue to plague the Raptors, it would seem, until the mix is changed in some way, shape, or form. Who knows how that comes? It could be moving off of pending free agents like Gary Trent Jr. and Fred Van Vliet for smaller assets to retool in the offseason with more money on the books. It could be a bigger move like OG Ananobi. It could even be Pascal Siakam. I don't think it will or should be necessarily, but this team has struggled so mightily that nothing between now and the trade deadline from the Raptors would surprise me. We'll have to keep an eye on it. I'll have more from this game broken down on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Raptors. Be sure to tune in. The Utah Jazz handled the attack of the Raptors on the glass to overcome them with a 131-128 win here in Salt Lake City. David Locke along with you from Locked on Jazz. The Jazz allowed an ungodly 25 offensive rebounds to the Toronto Raptors in this game and yet were able to hold on and beat the Raptors despite the fact the Raptors took nearly 30 more shots than the Jazz because the Jazz had one of the great offensive nights of the year, an offensive rating of 130. It was led by Lowry Markkinen who had 28 points and 13 rebounds and should get his first All-Star bid tomorrow from the crew as a Western Conference All-Star. Jordan Clarkson was clutched late with 23 and Mike Conley had a solid night with 19 points. The buzz in the arena, though, was Walker Kessler, the rookie. 17 points, 14 rebounds, and 7 blocks, 6 of which happened in the first quarter. For more, go to Locked on Jazz. Very few positives from last night for OKC after they lost to the Houston Rockets again. Locked on Thunder trying to figure out why the Rockets have their number. The Oklahoma City Thunder suffered the most embarrassing loss of the season. It was a must-win game against the Houston Rockets as the Thunder still find themselves sniffing around in the play-in conversation, the playoff conversation. You play the worst team in the league, 
and lay an egg. The Thunder did not show up. They were not ready. They got out hustled. They got out efforted. They got out played in this game in general. How did the Thunder rebound for yet another game against the Rockets on Saturday? Why do the Rockets have their numbers? The Thunder have lost three straight, now four straight to Houston. We'll talk about that on Locked on Thunder. That will do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We appreciate you. Make sure that you are checking out Locked On NBA and, of course, your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.